0: Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com.
1: Your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
2: I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting emancipation celebration and restoration every day in jesus name amen so god we honor you and we bless you because you're good because you're faithful because you're mighty because you're strong have your way tonight god in us don't let us leave the same don't just do great things around us we ask that you do great things in us and for this we give you glory in jesus name wednesday release a praise for five seconds five in the building, do no line. Come on. Four. Hallelujah. Three. Two. Clap your hands and hiss the enemy out of the second half of the year. This is Bible. The Bible says and men shall clap their hands and they will hiss the enemy out of his place. Come on, clap your hands Wednesday. Say, in my second half, I have a second win, And this month, I'm conquering... I'm conquering, look at somebody say, you're conquering every curse, hallelujah, grab a seat, let's go to work. So this month's series is called Conquering Curses. I teach a series at Harvest because I want you to get results. When you sustain your focus on one subject for a prolonged period of time, it allows you to master it. And for many of you, that's the season of life that you're in. It's time for you to master some things. There's a lot of things that have mastered you. What if I told you this month you're going to begin to master the things that were mastering you? This is going to be your month where you conquer many things, and one of those things is curses. There's two types of curses that I've taught you about. Number one, generated curses these are things that you do based on your words and your actions the bible says in mark chapter 7 verse 13 making the word of god of no effect which means the bible works the word works but there are certain things that you can do that don't make it work for you it's kind of like that person that can't use their phone and there's no problem with the phone it's because they don't know how to use their phone would you look at the person next to you say the word works for me say because i don't get in its way Let's go. He says, making the word of God have no effect through your tradition. This means your words and your actions, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. Uh, generated curses are based on your words and your actions. So you can literally speak a thing that releases a curse over your life. You say things like you're sick, so no wonder you're always sick. You say things like you're broke, no wonder why you always struggling. You say things like, I'm just so sad, no wonder why you walk around always looking sad and depressed. But I need you to touch somebody close to you because for somebody tonight's going to be their last night that they were stuck in something that they spoke. Would you touch them on the shoulder in the building online, tag somebody, or, 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 or put their initials in the comments and just say, you will not be stuck after tonight. Tell them. Come on. I I like the way they said it, but let's see if another person will go higher. Touch another person on the shoulder say, you will not be stuck because of what you spoke. Says making the word of God have no effect through your tradition, your words, and your actions. There are certain things that you can do that I've taught you that can release a curse into your life. Uh, There are certain things you can do that release a curse into your life. For example, dishonor releases a curse into your life. Rebellion releases a curse into your life. Disrespecting those that are due respect releases a curse into your life. The Bible says, God says that I will honor those that honor me, but those that dishonor me, he literally says that it will open up a curse into their life. I'm so glad that you may not be perfect but you are certainly striving to do what pleases god is there anybody in this building and online that can make this declaration i say it often but it's so true i may not be where i want to be but i can show enough thank god that i'm not where i used to be because a few years ago you didn't care nothing about doing what god wanted to do but there's been a change on the inside of you. A few weeks ago, you didn't care what God thought, but then something shifted on the inside where you said, God, I want your will to be done in my life. If that's you, just say, yes, Lord, in this building and online. The second type of curse is a generational curse, and this is the destructive pattern of behavior that's passed down and around. Pay attention to the correlation between generational curses and generated curses. A generational curse, say it with me, say a destructive pattern, of behavior, Talk, y'all. Say pass down and around. Watch the connection. Go back to Mark 7 and 13. Jesus said, making the word of God have no effect through your tradition, your words and your actions, which you have what? Handed down. Which means for something to become generational, it first had to be generated, which means it matters what you do because what you do will affect three to four generations after you. And this is not just for those of you that have children. This will affect, watch me, it's handed down and around, which means there's people that are studying you, people that are watching you. You don't even know the impact and impression that you're having on other people, which means it matters how you live your life. Let's talk. It matters how you live your life. It matters how you walk. It matters how you talk. It matters what you do because you're affecting up to three to four generations. How do you know that? Because tonight's message is called Defeating Daddy Issues, which refers to Numbers 14 and 18. It says, The Lord is slow to anger. Say, he's patient with me. And he abounds. That means he has a lot of steadfast love. Say, he's merciful with me. Mercy is when God blocks something negative that you do deserve. See, the truth is, is that uh, you deserve death. Let's be honest, because the Bible says the wages of sin is death let's be honest with some of the ratchet stuff that you've done you deserve to be messed up jacked up living up under a bridge somewhere struggling and striving but god's mercy has rewritten See, I know you. Li- we live in this culture where people, I'm a good person, the Bible says, on your best day, your righteousness is as filthy rest. I wish I had some honest people in the building and the lamb that would say, I know based on some of what I did, I should be messed up, jacked up, tore up from the floor, but as mercy rewrote my...
1: <laughs>
2: well, look at somebody say, mercy rewrote my story. Because when the enemy was coming in like a flood, mercy lifted up a standard against them when you were about to lose everything mercy said wait a minute I'm about to give you another chance when you were about to commit suicide mercy stepped in the room and said put the bottle down mercy stepped in the room and said I'm not gonna let you cut deep enough y'all don't want to talk mercy when you're about to make the worst relationship decision of your life mercy said shut this thing down lift your hand say thank God for mercy he is slow to anger And he is abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity. He's a forgiving God. But please listen to me, Christians. Forgiveness does not remove consequence. See how quiet it just got? See, watch me. If you shoot somebody in the foot, they can say, I forgive you. But there's still a hole in the foot. Come on, Harlem Knights. You can shoot somebody in the pinky toe. And just because you said, I'm sorry, does not mean that that toe feels good now. This is forgiving iniquity and transgression. Three types of sin in the Bible. Sin, number one, to miss the mark. Two, transgression, to willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. And iniquity, this is generational sin that's passed down and around. He says he forgives, but he will by no means clear the guilty. What does this mean? He says, I will visit the iniquity of the fathers, say daddy issues. Meaning, you're dealing with things from three to four generations before you. There are things that were passed down, things that were passed around. And it's not just in your bloodline. Even if you were adopted, it's not not just based on your bloodline. It's based on what you were raised around. Which means you are dealing with years of baggage that has built up that has shaped how you are and if you are not reshaped reformed regenerated transformed then you will live a life that's less than what he ordained because you will say this is just how i am so let's defeat these issues number one we got to call it out say call it out just because it's how you are doesn't mean it's his best you so a lot of times when people say, this is just the way I am. No, this is just the way my family is. This is just the way my attitude is. This is just the way I do things. When you say that, you are the technical definition of dead. Why? Because this means that you are rejecting the opportunity to grow. I wish you look at somebody and say, there's more in you. Say, and it's got to come out this second half. Oh no, you haven't become the best you yet. I I know you think that the you you are is the one that has all these emotional ups and downs. No, there's a better you. I know you think that you just turn up at any moment and go off on people, but there's a better you that's available in you. So let's look at it. Let's go through these curses from Deuteronomy 28, and I've introduced them to you on Sunday. I want to go deeper today, all right? So in Deuteronomy 28, this is God's exhaustive list of uh, what he identifies as a curse. Pay attention. Just because you think this is normal or this is you doesn't mean that God thinks that way about it. And since this is a kingdom and not a democracy, your vote doesn't count. Why is that important to understand? Because we live in a culture that says, well, I feel, I feel, I feel, and God says, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. I'm your God, not your genie. He's a king. Somebody say, he's a king. Okay, so Deuteronomy 28, the scriptures are reference. Repeated emotional breakdown, confusion over what should be simple and chronic fear. I'm going to say it again. Repeated emotional breakdown. Everybody's going to go through some type of emotional breakdown. That's the nature of humanity. But if you always in an emotional breakdown, confusion over what should be simple, listen... I'm not confused about who my God is. This is simple. I, I'm not I, you, I can't watch a YouTube and talk about I'm doubting God because some idiot on YouTube said something. Y'all ain't gonna say that to me. I'm not confused about who healed, healed me. I'm not confused about who woke me up. I'm not confused about what should be simple. I wish you would talk about I just believe in energy, I just believe in the universe. I wish you would do him like that after all he's done for you. That somebody next to you say so he's been too good to you. you to be confused about him you weren't confused when you were struggling and he paid for your rent you weren't confused when you were in that jacked up relationship and he got you out you weren't confused when you said god if you do this for me i'll give you my life and he did it for you You weren't confused then how the hell are you confused now hell is a greek word gehenna which means hot trash you weren't confused then how you confused now How is it you weren't confused when you were struggling and now that you're doing well, you're not sure? Don't tell me that you're a user. Don't tell me that you're a skeezer. Don't tell me that you're an opportunist that thought you were gonna play God like a cheeseburger when he's a whole Big Mac. You ready? Let's go. What does this mean? How does this curse play out? Nothing works. Ever. You always mad. We've not seen you not mad. You wake up mad, you're on the phone mad, you go to sleep mad, you talk mad, you deal, everything about you is just mad. You're always angry. Blindness, you always act dumb. Talk Bishop. You ever met somebody that always act brand new like they don't know what's going on? They always acting confused like they don't know what's happening? me. Uh, uh, that's not character, that's a curse. You're always in depression. We will have depressing moments. We will have, mo- even Elijah, the anointed man of God had a moment where he wasn't eating, he wasn't sleeping. As a matter of fact, actually, he was sleeping all day, and the Bible says he was under a juniper tree. Juniper is what's used to flavor gin, which means the Bible is low-key telling you he was sleeping all day and drinking all night. The anointed man of God that called down fire from heaven, which means just because you're anointed don't, doesn't mean you won't be afflicted. And for some of y'all, the reason you are afflicted is because you are anointed. And so if the enemy can keep you on a cycle of your curse, he's, watch me, he thinks that you'll never break out of it. But what if I told you somebody in your row, somebody on your section is already broken through depression and they're about to touch you on the shoulder and say, same God. I, come on, put that in the comments online, same God. You don't even know what they've broken through, what they've overcome, what they had to beat, what they had to defeat. If you knew the hell your neighbor had to go. Let's go. Emotional roller coasters. You like the mind eraser. Six Flags here. I don't know the Six Flags in Atlanta. I don't know their rides yet. But you like the mind eraser. Ready? You're always on these roller coasters. Watch me. On Monday, y'all in love. On Tuesday, it's over. On Wednesday, we try. On Thursday, God is good. On Friday, everything's better because that check cleared. On Saturday, you think you don't need them no more because the check cleared. On Sunday, God is touching our marriage. On Monday, I can't stand this trick. You are on an emotional Roller coaster, and you can become so used to it, you think that's life. Paganism. Uh oh, it's about to get quiet through here because we're about to bust some stuff up through here. What is paganism? Paganism is the belief in anything other than the one true living God. Deuteronomy 6 and 4: Hero, Israel, the Lord I got, the Lord is one. It is not Jesus plus therapy, that's offensive. It is not Jesus plus anything. what you saying therapy's not good? No. Mm. Therapy means to heal. But watch me. Don't you ever put anything equal to him? Like he's not enough. It's quiet in this building. I don't need Jesus and infinity stones. Y'all ain't saying I got the God that made the stones. I don't need to talk to it. Ain't Jesus plus no plus nothing else. He is enough. Would you lift your hands in the building? The end on line and say he is, more than he is more than enough. So when you have Jesus plus anything, that's paganism. Jesus plus anything. Now Jesus can use anything, but it's not Jesus plus anything. So he can use therapy, but it's not Jesus plus therapy. He he, he can use meditation. All meditation means is focused thinking. That's all it means. So just because you're quiet. And just you sitting there with your eyes closed, okay? What's me, but it ain't that. Plus him, it's he can use this because sometimes he's got to shut me up so I can hear clearly. Yeah. Let's go deeper. The occult. Uh oh. We live in a co- you know what about it? You know what gets me about Americans? Okay, trust me. Just because you're devoted to something, just because you take something serious does not mean that's a cult. But the real cults that exist in the world, people say nothing about. But you want to serve faithfully, and people will say, why you got to serve so much? That's a cult. No, when you was at the club being a hoe, that's a cult. When you was out there thoughting, that's a cult. I don't like your silence, so now it's about to get violent up in this... When you was laying down with every woman that would spread them, that's a cult, sir. How dare you talk about the house of God and being faithful and being consistent. And, be, and that's not a cult. The occult, however, is slightly different. It refers, to, it, it, refers to, it refers to practices that are outside of Jesus that pull you from God and focus you around something else beside God. Ready? Which means by definition of the occult, some of your cliques are cults. They practice the occult. Because y'all get together to to do everything but what God said. And y'all have seances called Let's Talk About the Past. Let's go. You ready for this next one? Consulting your horoscopes. All this is in your Bible. The scripture references are there. Well, Bishop, you know, And listen, here's the facts. Say, what are the facts, Bishop? Astronomy is different than astrology. Astrology is the study of. Astronomy is the one who created. Pay attention. It is true that people born around certain times have similar patterns and similar traits. Somebody say, that's true. true. That recognition is very different than you waking up and saying, what is today going to be? So now you limit yourself to what the stars say instead of what the God that made. I don't have to consult astrology. I get the God that created the astronomy. I I get the God of the universe. I ain't got to ask no woman with no tarot cards what she say. I can go to the God of the universe. Open up your mouth and say, he is my source. You ready? Why settle for something less than it's quiet in this building. When you get the source, that's like, why would you want RC Cola? When you can get you a Coca-Cola. Now, maybe you're not a Coca-Cola person. Maybe you're a Pepsi, nasty Pepsi drinker. You probably have Android, too. But nobody's perfect, all right? God's working on you. <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay, All right, watch me. Say, I get the source. I get the source. Ooh. I Ooh. I must have disturbed something in the spirit right there. Lift your hand and say, I get the source. I get the source. Now, don't hear anything tonight as judgment or condemnation. Just hear it to recognize it because you wouldn't even think that. You'd think it's no big deal. It's no big deal. God says, that's a curse because you have to settle for less than. He says, you have me, but now you're confused because your horoscope said do this, but I said do this. Now, you're, now you've become dependent on something beside me, Jesus says, and so now we have an issue. Okay, let's move. Let's go. All right, slavery and victim mentality and constant lack. You're always in need, always holes in your pocket. Bible refers to it as a yoke of iron, so you have a woe is me mentality. Hey, if you always are the victim in every story, everybody just always takes advantage of me. Everybody just does me wrong. Everybody just uses me. Everybody just—you have a yoke of iron on your neck, and the Bible says that's a curse because you will never be a victor if you convince yourself you're a victim. You will never win when you've convinced yourself you can't. Ooh, but I wish you'd elbow somebody or touch them, do something, look them in the eye, do something. Just say, "But I speak victory over this second half." Next. Repeated sickness. What does this mean? Diseases and prolonged illnesses. Pay attention. Listen, and listen very carefully. If you're saying just because somebody's going through something, that could be a curse. It could be. It could be that there's been something that's been open. It's been something that needs to be shut down, and it may not even be something that you opened up. It may be something that somebody before you opened up, which gave it legal access to you, but then you were born. And when you were born, you're the one that shuts it down. I pray that whatever diseases or illnesses were in your family or in your bloodline, that they would not come, not you. I speak healing and health over you from the top of your head with the soles of your feet. Every sickness you will be, every cancer you will be, every disease you will be. Diabetes will not be your end will not be your end. Breast cancer will not be your end. Stomach cancer will not be your end. Testicular cancer will not be your end. Fibroids will not be your end. You will not succumb to any sickness. Say, I am the curse breaker. So you can say this doesn't belong to me. Because why do you need to know what these things are? Just because a package, can you give me an envelope? Give me an envelope. It's okay, it's like a given envelope. That's fine. Just an envelope. Just because something's delivered to you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Just actually, I'll take both. I'll take both. I'll take both. The Lord has need of you. Thank you. Ready? Just because something's delivered to you. You ready? Notice these are blanks. (laughs) Pay attention. Which means just because this was passed down to me, it ain't mine. I wish some of y'all would open your, watch me, watch me. If sickness tries to knock at your door, this ain't none of mine. I, you can take this back. If a curse knocks at your door, this ain't, would you just say it? I know it's not good English, but just say it. Say, this ain't none of mine. Say, return to sender. Oh, you can have that back. No, because I walk in health, I walk in healing. I walk in blessing. I walk in favor. I walk in abundance. I'm the head and not the tail. Above, only never beneath. I was born to rule, to reign, to conquer, and so Let's go. (laughs) Never succeeding. That's a curse. Here's how the Bible calls it. You flee seven ways before every issue. That means just being a runner. You say, I just don't, I just, I just run. That's just who I am. That's not who you are. Return that to sender. You flee, now think about this. How does one person flee seven ways? How does one person flee seven ways? Which means you will fragment and you will find... Re- you, ever, people, you ever have people find reasons to walk away from you when, when you were a good thing? It's God in this wilderness. You ever had friends find reasons to walk and they start listing out all this stuff and you're like, but what does that have to do with me? That all sounds like a... You will flee seven ways before every issue. Say, and I, and I will not be a runner. Chronic barrenness and chronic sexual and reproductive issues, STDs, rage, instability, chronic low self-esteem, suicide, fornication, porn addiction, infidelity and affairs, drug abuse, soul ties—all of that. You need to return the sender. Matter of fact, let me hear that. I'm a little bad. We're gonna use that because these curses will have you looking like, y'all ever seen Silence and the Lambs? (laughs) Clarice. (laughs) (laughs) These, these, look look at me, me. This, this, this is what life looks like when you're walking in what you're supposed to break. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. But then somebody say, but there's another option available. And I don't know who this is for. This looks like what your first half was. But this looks like what your second half is going to be. What? You about to conquer? Every conqueror, release a shout for five seconds. Go five, four, three, two. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. You are more than a conqueror let's go, chronic marriage and family problems, abuse imprisonment, judgmental families some of y'all's families are judgmental they are the judge and jury of everybody and ain't got a pot nor a window they want to tell everybody else how to run their marriage and ain't got one good one in the bloodline they want to tell everybody else what they shouldn't do, yet they can't do nothing. They want to tell you, you shouldn't try, but they ain't never tried nothing. I, they want to tell you, you want too much, but they don't want enough because they're settlers. But you're not a settler. You're one that surges. You're one that says, greater is he that is in me, than he that is in the well. And if God's got it for me, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Look at somebody say, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. That's a curse. Why would that be a curse, Bishop? Because where does your initial warfare always come from? Your own flesh and blood. Who gave Moses hell? Miriam and Aaron, his brother and sister. Who gave Joseph hell? His brothers. Who gave Abel hell? His brother. Who messed Adam up? His first wife, Lilith. Let's talk. She'd be like Bishop. Who is Lilith? Look at it on our YouTube channel. I talked the whole series on that. She's in there. You ready? Who called Jesus crazy? The Sanhedrin? No. Uh uh-uh. Who called Jesus crazy? The Twelve? No. His own blood. Which means your warfare, your initial warfare, will always be from around you. The reason that's a curse is because if the enemy can distort you, mess you up in your family then his plan is that I got you for life. But you sit next to somebody that made it out. Uh, you on line with somebody that made it out. Watch me, and they talk about you, but they don't walk in the favor you got. They talk about you, but they don't walk in the blessing you walk in. They say you too radical, but they don't see the results that you see. They say, I don't know why you praise them like you do, but they, is there anybody in the building And anybody online where you can say, I made it out. You're the Joseph. You're the David. You're the Moses. You're the Abraham. You made it. Shout out, I made it. Let's go. Financial insufficiency, being accident prone, an unnatural death. How does this play out? Repeated divorce, rebellion. It's a curse to be rebellious. People think it's cute. We live in a culture that thinks it's cute. What is rebellion? Going against order. I'm not doing that. I'm grown. And you think it's cute because you're exercising your grownness. God says that's a curse. If you read your Bible, the Hebrews would do stuff. And if you read your Bible, God would seemingly give them way more time when they were just doing regular stuff. Now, he didn't condone sin. But when they disrespected, dishonored, and got out of order, Oh, he'd show up on the spot. You ready? Okay. Rebellion is a curse. Say, it's a curse. It's a curse. Come on, say it again. Say, it's a, curse. it's a curse. All right. All right. Listen, 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 listen. Let's go further. All right. All right. Uh, repeated bankruptcy. Pride. Being dishonorable. You think it's cute to dishonor. God says, I think it's a curse. What is Honor. Honor is acquiescence to, it's adjustment to whoever you say you honor. Bible says in Romans thirteen, give honor to whom honor is due. Which is there, there are certain things. It, it is not you don't have to like the person you you honor the seat. It's quiet in this building. Okay, I've seen we live in a generation now where dishonor is the norm. I see people doing things to their pastors and men of God, and I'm like, I would never. But then the Lord says, somebody look at their life. He said, it's evidence of my absence. And sometimes people think because they haven't dropped dead that that means God accepts their dishonor. Sometimes it's a greater punishment to live dead as one that is dead than it is to die. Some of y'all will catch that later. Prostitution. Now, listen, I know, listen, because Christians like to get real judgmental through here. I would never sell my body, Bishop, my body, yaddy, yaddy. How you get that rent paid, though? Before you throw rocks and judge somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, don't judge anybody. Say, because we all conquering curses. I know I don't like them, but I'm just going to go get this free dinner, though. Talk to me. Talk to me in this building. Playing with that man's emotions. No, you don't like him. You're just trying to go to Texas de Brazil. Baby Bye. Preach, Bishop. Okay. Repeated bad decisions after being taught. It's a it's a curse, the Bible teaches, to be taught and then still make a bad decision. But in this second half, your decisions are going to be on point. They're going to be right, and they're going to be impeccable. Say good decisions are downloading. We're almost done. Your children marrying their destruction. That's a curse. Why? Because if I, watch me, everybody look at me. Um, Samson, strong, strong man. But he made horrible relationship decisions. So what happened? He ended up shutting down the whole next generation. Who did Samson raise up after him that could carry his strength? Nobody. So it died with him. It's quiet in the building. Who did Solomon raise up after his death that could carry the nation? Nobody, because his two sons were dumb. Solomon didn't want to die. You know why he didn't want to die? He said because these two, literally if you read your Bible, he says these two idiots are gonna take over. No, read your Bible. Solomon in Ecclesiastes, he's like, I don't want to die, God, not because I'm not tired and ready to go. I don't want to die because I know my legacy ends with me because these boys are nothing like me. But why are they like this, Solomon? Because you had 700 wives and 300 girlfriends. And so what you didn't pay attention to is you were teaching your sons lack of loyalty. You were teaching your sons that they can lay with anybody simply because they had power and authority. And I'm here to tell some of you, or watch me, your assignment is too perfect to just be with anybody. I want to preach now. What you're called to do is too big for you to be with small people. What God has put in you is too important for you to marry and date the wrong one. tell somebody to say, your assignment is too big for you to get in a bad relationship. Come on, I need some of you to need to be thankful tonight that God shut down what you wanted because he had to prepare something that you needed. Mm, Look at somebody say your assignment is too big to make a bad relationship decision. You marry the wrong one, it's going to mess up your life. There are people who marry wrong in their 20s and never recover into their 30s. Marry wrong in their 30s, never recover to their 40s. Marry wrong in their 40s, never recover to their 50s. Marry wrong in their 50s, never recover to their 60s. Marry wrong in the 60s, never return to their Look at me, look at me. For those of you like, oh, I just want somebody. No, you don't want somebody. You want the exact thing that God has prepared and ordained for you, because when y'all get together, y'all gonna be a power couple. I wish they gonna add to you, you gonna add to them, and it's gonna shake hell's foundations. I wish to shake somebody's hand. Say you don't want just anybody. Say you want what God wants for you, and it's gonna be right. It's gonna bring results. In Jesus' name. And if you're married, look at your spouse and just say, just let's get, make eyes with them. Let them know. Let them know. Online, if you're watching with your spouse, let them know. Let them know. Watch me. Because it is a curse to marry wrong. And let me deal with this too. Because I've had enough Christians put people in bondage. That God didn't put them in. Well, you know y'all need to go and make this right and get married. It ain't right if it's wrong. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I'm right about this. It ain't right if it's wrong. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Stop letting people put you in bondage. Stop. Okay, let me go here. Stop letting people make you think something's wrong because you ain't married yet. When you going to bring me some grandbabies? Don't Stop asking me about that. Like that's the only thing I can produce. I got more in me than just having babies, paying bills and dying. All of Christians have been put in bondage so they marry who they do not like to only cheat they marry who they do not love in the name of we want to please God and God says I ain't in none of that cause it won't, watch me, it won't be torture if it's me you're going to enjoy their presence more than you enjoy their absence if it's me because I'm going to give you the right fit I wish I had a church in here I pray that you break this curse of marrying your destruction and that if you're single, you'll marry right if you're married, y'all will fortify it and that all will be well in Jesus' name I pray your relationships do well in the second half of this year open your mouth and release a praise for your romantic relationships go come on, we got to go we got to go Let's go. Here's next. Active and being taken advantage of. Active and being taken advantage of. Some of you help people do you dirty. You met them on Monday. They tell you they struggling with rent on Wednesday. You, you, you sending them money on Zelle on Thursday. They ghosted by Monday. You help people do you dirty. People just do me dirty. When they told you that they didn't have any rent money and you just met them on Monday and they told you that on Wednesday, you should have said, well, do you tithe? Are you a faithful giver? Let me get you some teaching to help you get through this. Where am I supposed to go? I, I, you know, I got the, I, we got a resource page on the church website. I just ain't never met nobody like you. I know, and you won't. Oh, but you can't come here. <laughs> Oh no Would well, you think you could let me hold something? Mm, here's my hand. let's pray Father in Jesus name. work a miracle God. Because you ain't coming to my house. you ain't eating my food. you ain't about to use me. Instead trust God the same way I got to trust him. Be encouraged, keep the faith. move on. Next, weak and passive men. Men turning, men turning against one another. That's a curse. It's a curse for men to turn on one another. Instead, men fortify one another. Men leaving their families helpless. That's a curse. You ready for this next one? I expect a little quietness through here. Men that marry domineering women that turn them against who's for them. That's a curse. God's not into that. It's your Bible. See, I told you, I expected to look quiet through here. See how quiet again. That's pretty straightforward, though. Let's move. Overbearing women. Now, I'm going to push a praise out of you through here. So, women have to become too much when men are not enough. Both of them are curses. Both of them are curses. This is in your Bible. This is in your Bible. This is in your Bible. In your Bible. So, what does this look like, Bishop. A woman that views anything that that brings order as controlling or cultish? Any order. That's controlling. You're cursed. Ma'am, could you stand over here? You ain't got to tell me what to do. I marks with Dr. King. Well, Dr. King should have told you, nonviolent, nonviolent. You ready? Okay. Mean, ladies, can I help you? All this mean girl stuff. Y'all, even y'all's pictures. Y'all be doing these poses, or y'all be pursing your lips, like. Just look at mean. I can't even do it. But y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Wait for me on live. Watch me. Women weren't created to be these mean, mad. And then y'all will do it to one another. And then you'll say, this is why I don't have no ladies that are friends. No, ma'am, it's because you're mean. Ooh, God, Lord, keep my tongue. Mm-mm, mm-mm, don't push me. Don't, don't mm-mm. Don't push me. Don't push me, Anthony. Don't push me. Don't push me. I have to do it on a pop up so I can take it down. <laughs> okay, hear me. Christian women, hear me. Har- Let me speak, harvest women. We don't do that here, online or in this building. We are not, we don't do, don't y'all be sizing up one another and, and who is this? Because that's a curse. Uh-uh, we got to speak life into one another. Ladies, I need you to find another lady close to you and just slap a high five, say, I speak life into you. Come on. Come on, come on, just, just slap a la- another lady a high five, say, I want to build you up. I, I'm not trying to tear you down. I'm not trying to knock you down. I'm not trying to size you up. Girl, I'm looking at you like, you better go, baby, go, baby, go, baby. I will our city will hold you. Woo, 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 woo. Being putative, what does this mean? A woman that jumps to conclusions. This is going to get real quiet through here. If you shoot first and ask questions later of the corpses you shot to the floor. The Bible says this is a curse. Being deceitful. God, I wish I had time through here. Ain't nothing worse than a lying woman. Because a woman will lie to you straight to your face. Where were you, at the store? For the last eight hours? God, dog, what kind of sale they have? And you only got two things at the store. But she's so convincing, though. A man alive, where you been, huh? What? Why are you asking me all these questions? Making statements assuming. (laughs) Accusing me. All of that is a stall tactic to figure out what I'm going to tell her. (laughs) Y'all know we're joking and having fun. Look at the person next to you and say, have fun in church. Being a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's a curse. It's a curse. And the Bible specifically attaches this um, it's both for men and women but being a wolf in sheep's clothing where you present yourself as one thing but you're really there for another assignment or agenda you present yourself as help when you really want her husband you, pre- you say God sent you when you're really trying to date the man of God y'all ain't gonna sit down to Lift your hands and tell them yes. Lift your hands and tell the Lord yes. Yes, Lord. No, I'm just giving examples. Somebody says that they're your friend when the truth is is they really want your stuff. Somebody says that they want to see you win and then then you, you, you happen to walk past the conversation and you're like, oh, that's how you really feel? I pray that God not let anybody deceive you in this second half. I pray that God not let anybody deceive you in this second half. Come on, lift your hand and say, God, you will reveal to me any wolves in my second half in Jesus' name. Okay, guys, so listen. So when we got to call it out, how many of you just learned some things that you were like, wow, I didn't even know that? I didn't even know that. And I want to repeat this statement to you. we got to finish. Just because it's how you are doesn't mean it's his best you. Now, we have fun, we, 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 and we laugh and all of that, but you really have to ask yourself the question, God, what in me falls into this list? Because this is what I need to conquer. This is, these are the things I need to confront and I need to conquer. And tonight, in just about three minutes, you're going to be empowered to conquer those things. So once you got, one, you got to call it out. Two, you got to confess it. Leviticus 26 and 39. It says, you'll rot away in your enemy's lands because of their iniquity and also because of the iniquity of their fathers. They shall rot away. Listen to this. Like them. God says, you've seen what your end will be if you don't change. God says, he lets you see what your life will be if you do not change. Okay. He says, you will rot like them. You know what rot means? Rot means they were alive, but then they began to die. You ever seen rotting vegetables, rotting fruit, rotting meat? God says, this is what happens when you don't conquer curses, is you will begin to rot. But you, this will not be your story. Come on, every curse breaker, stand to your feet and say, this will not be my story. Come on, stand to your feet with me. Verse 41, if their uncircumcised heart is humbled and they make amends. So here's what God says. Don't resist when I reveal these things to you. Don't hold on to these things and say, that's just how I am. When you say, that's just how I am, you are literally resisting God's opportunity to change you. Lift your hand and say, Lord, forgive me for saying, that's just how I am. I embrace who you're making me to be. So one, call it out, two, confess it, three, change. He says, if they make amends for their iniquity, verse 42, I will remember my covenant. What does make amends mean? God says, I need you to change, but you're not going to do it by yourself. I'm going to empower you. I'm going to equip you. This isn't just 12 steps to a new you. This is supernatural steps to a brand new you. Step four, choose. Deuteronomy 3019. Today, say today. I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life. Father, empower us now to choose life, to choose the blessing. Every day in every choice and in every decision. And for this, we say thank you. Show us tonight what we need to change in this building and online show us tonight what needs to be different show us tonight what needs to happen differently in us we don't want to go into a new half with our old us come on here y'all we don't want to go into a new half with our old us so empower us tonight empower us tonight. And it's not going to take long. I just need you to get what you need to be empowered to go into this second half. Come on, can I get you to lift your hands and open up your mouth and say, Lord, empower me to call it out. Empower me to confess it. Empower me to change. Empower me to choose the blessing and to choose life. Say, and I receive that empowerment. Now, Father, release what we need to do it right now. In this building and online, release it right now. Father, release it right now. The anointing is tangible. The anointing is transferable. Release the grace we need. Release the favor we need. Release the supernatural we need. Release the clarity we need. Release the strength we need. The strength of God. The strength of God. Come on, I need you to touch somebody close to you. Say, and whatever you need. I pray that God release it right now in the name of Jesus Say so you will be empowered right now in the name of Jesus. The strength of God is about to hit your life. In the second half, you're going to conquer these curses in Jesus' name. Now, don't praise God for yourself. Praise God for them. In the building and online. In the building and online. You're empowered to break every curse. You're empowered to conquer every curse. You're empowered to choose life. Choose life. Choose life. Choose life. Say it. Choose life. Say it. Say it. Type it. Type it. Say it. Say it. Make it personal. Choose life. 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 We gotta go. Stand with me in the building and online no Tonight, if you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. Tonight's your night. Third, if you're like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure with the Lord. Wherever you're at in this building and online, no on three, you're going to slip your hand up. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, God's coming to get you on this Wednesday night Bible study. Two, three, if that's you, slip that hand up in this building or online. Do the hand of your emoji or say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation no shame you're the curse breaker it's you it's you it's you come on somebody say it's me everybody pray this with me say father thank you for dying in my place thank you for your love for me I confess with my mouth I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward if I fall Or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. I choose the blessing. I choose life. I will not walk in what I was sent to walk on. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, take your phone out, scan the QR code or text HARVEST to 55498 into the option for salvation. We want to get a message in your hand called What Next? Some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. The Bible says in Jeremiah 315, God gives you shepherds, pastors, after his own heart. And if I'm your shepherd, you don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world. Be a part. And the Harvest family, we'd love for you to connect and be a part of the family. All you have to do is text Harvest to five five four nine eight, or scan that QR code into the option for Join HC, and you can be a part of the family that way. Y'all get some out of this word tonight. Just, just prophesy to somebody. I know I have you talk a lot to your neighbor, but but you don't recognize the power of agreement. Wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it should be done for them. For those of you online, Bishop, I don't have a neighbor, I'm your neighbor. Stretch your hands towards me or you can get in the comments. If you're watching on your screen and you're not in the comments, you stretch your hands towards me and I'm your, your, your source of agreement or your touch point of agreement. But just touch somebody. Here's what I just heard the Lord say. He said, tell them, tag, you're it. It's on you. Come on, just touch touch another person. Say, Tag, you're it. You're it. You're it. You're it. You're it. Amen. Come on, if you came in late and weren't able to give, get your giving ready. If you want to sow the seal with me, get that ready. Here's our seed tonight, $30.19. If you want to do more than that, you can do more than that. But that's what I'm doing. $38.19 for Deuteronomy 30 and 19. What are we calling the seed? This is your, how do I want to do this? This is your CL seed. (laughs) Choose life. This is your life seed. I just use text to give to give. You can text him out to 84321. Tap the link into Harvest Church. When you see the V, that's where you want to be. Use Cash App. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Moselle Gullify. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Mailing address is on the screen. PO Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. You're it. You can scan the QR code. You're it. <clears throat> so listen, guys, whenever we have a word like this where we get into real specific and detailed things, Hear my heart. Never hear that as condemnation. Look at somebody and say, never hear that as condemnation. Because it's just the goodness of God that brings men into repentance. Never hear it as condemnation. But you won't know what you need to conquer unless it's called out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you wouldn't know. How many of you know that sometimes you jump to conclusions? And how many of you found out tonight, that's a whole curse? What have you destroyed because you wouldn't talk? What have you destroyed because you wouldn't ask for clarity? Who have you canceled because you didn't get an understanding? Who canceled you because they didn't get an understanding? You see what I'm saying? So you wouldn't know that's a curse. You wouldn't know that's a curse. You would know that's a curse, so we had to call it out. You got your seed ready? Lift it towards the Lord of the building and the line. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a faithful giver. Therefore, I flourish. Favor finds me. Debts are canceled. Opportunity opens. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Seal this word right now, Lord. Lock it in me. Woo! Come on, Wizard Say, lock it in me. So I defeat all of these curses. I speak a curse free second half. I speak a curse free second half. Ooh, that makes me wanna shout. I speak a curse free second half. I speak a curse free second half. I speak a curse free second half. Yay! Hey, I speak a curse free second half. Mm, come on, somebody say, I speak a curse free second half. Say it again. I speak a curse free second half. Look over at somebody and say, I speak a curse-free second half for you. In Jesus' name. Come on, bastards! is passing a grape sheet. Once you give, you're totally free to go. Don't forget this Sunday. Remember, we'll be in Atlanta for a pop-up. Denver, you're going to watch online. Uh, at our uh, at our normal times, you'll watch online. You'll do that uh, on this upcoming Sunday. You'll do that. And uh, then we'll be right back in this building next Wednesday, Denver and the Lime. Right back in this building, the 25th in Denver and online, right back in this building on Wednesday, 25th and online. Pray for those that are traveling with me to be there in Atlanta for the pop-up. I am a blessed shepherd to have so many Dream Teamers that are coming just to serve. So we pray for safe travels for that pop-up. And if you're in the A, come see us on this Sunday. Let's do it together. Everybody, love God love people and love life I'll be there.
1: did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus we want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby so just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next we're praying for you and congratulations remember your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life giving messages like these to you so bless what blesses you and our or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V I A T O R 10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered JumbaCasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>